Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, I recently watched a new documentary from uh, filmmaker David Politis. Uh, he's a retired police officer, and he's written a number of books, a series of books uh, called Missing 411 about uh, basically people that just disappear out of thin air, and uh, a lot of them are just never found, no trace of them. Um, and uh, a lot of these cases happen in national parks. And uh, his first documentary was uh, Missing 411 uh, and uh, the movie. And then the second one was Missing 411, The Hunted. I've watched those movies before, too, and they're very good. And uh, now the third one, which was just released, and you could get it on streaming video uh, on places like Amazon or um, uh, Voodoo. And it's called uh, Missing 411, The UFO Connection. And it talks about different cases uh, that have happened over the years uh, with uh, people who have disappeared, mostly hunters, basically, basically who have disappeared without a trace. Uh, and and it seems like uh, they're possibly taken away by UFOs. Uh, we re there's really uh, there's no trace of them whatsoever left. I mean, it's just amazing stuff and scary, very frightening. Uh, and it goes over a lot of different cases. And uh, one of the cases actually was was involved a hunter who had disappeared, uh, and and but was was returned. And it was a case that happened in 1974 uh, to a guy named Carl Higdon. Uh, he was uh, an oil driller, uh, and uh, he lived in Wyoming. And he went hunting the one uh, afternoon in Medicine Bow National Park in Wyoming. And uh, was about forty miles away from his home, and he went hunting, and and he was, and he came upon like five elk, uh, just they were just motionless basically. So he he had his rifle, and he was he was about to shoot one of them, and when the bullet came out, it came out like in slow motion, and just bounced off the bounced off some invisible force and just landed there didn't hit any of the elk and then they know he noticed uh like a, a strange be a six foot tall humanoid being looked very strange and also uh he saw a strange like see-through craft like shaped like a cube next thing you know he gets brought on board this 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 being basically takes him he can't move and he's on board this craft and he's looks it's, it seems like he's flying away from the earth he could see stars and he could see like it feel like he's flying away from the planet and the elk are in the, in this craft with them and then this alien that 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 abducted him tells him well we can't use you and it turns out uh, he had a vasectomy and uh that's pretty much why they they, they returned him and and then he was found later uh, there was a search ongoing by this point because he was he, he never returned home and they found him in his truck and he was like delirious he didn't know what was going on and uh and you have to wonder i mean would he have been gone forever if if, if he didn't have that vasectomy and then you have to wonder about some of these other other hunters that were featured in this documentary who just disappear without a trace and and uh, in places where there was ufo activity um very scary stuff uh there was uh, and it also talked about something that I had talked about in a previous podcast. Uh, there was that case in 1999 in the state of Washington where there was 14 witnesses. Uh, they were uh, working in a forest and they saw uh, some weird craft, some silent. It was a smallish looking craft, and a very strange shape. And it came, it came, it, it hovered over a, over some elk, and it went to this one lone elk, and it just the elk froze in place, and then this thing lifted it up off the ground and just flew away with it. Uh, and then it was investigated by uh, New Fork, the, uh, the the National UFO Reporting Center, and uh, 
they uh and also the mutual ufo network they investigated this they talked with three of the witnesses to that elk that saw that elk getting carried away and and they actually ended up finding the body of of the elk a dead a dead carcass and uh it, i mean it just is that what's happening i mean oh, i mean i guess we have to wonder here i mean if these some of these people that go missing uh when there's a ufo that shows up i mean of course we talk about alien abduction a lot on this on here and also things like cattle mutilation and things like that uh and then i guess sometimes there's some people who you there's also been cases alleged cases of of uh, human mutilation uh which uh, seem to be covered up pretty well uh when they do happen uh, i know of a couple of cases i've heard of a couple of cases i've read about a couple of different cases with regard to that like two or three different cases uh so there's cases of that but th these cases here involving these people they just completely disappeared and who knows what happened to them um were they killed by the aliens if it were, if it was aliens were they killed were they mutilated like the cattle and they got rid of the bodies uh, somewhere uh or were they taken away like this carl higdon in 1974 uh in wyoming like he was almost taken away from the planet all the way you know forever i mean you have to wonder if some of these guys are actually still alive somewhere maybe on another world somewhere you know, you know how are they treated are, are they are, are they like a, a a specimen for these aliens or i mean how are they using them uh so I, who knows but again this documentary is fascinating uh another interesting thing about this documentary was there was a retired fbi agent uh his name was uh uh john de souza and he was talking about like he had, when he was uh with the fbi he there were different missing persons cases that were really strange and he actually believes that there are uh uh some sort of uh, uh beings out there or interdimensional beings that uh, that come into our reality and somehow just take people away just uh they disappear and they're never found again and it's always very strange circumstances he was talking about a little kid standing you know right next to their parents in the woods somewhere and then they see the kid five seconds later the kids disappeared gone forever and they, there's no trace of the kid or you know that there's things like that that have happened over the years uh so you have to wonder well what's going on here and wh wh where where are these uh people taken um so i i highly recommend this documentary this guy has he does a really he did a really good job with it so it's it's highly recommended and uh there's other cases too like uh that one of the cases that wasn't mentioned in this one that was featured in 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 his previous documentary uh missing 411 the hunted there was a case uh involving uh some guy this older gentleman who just totally disappeared uh off the face of the planet uh this guy was uh named uh hold on a second tom messick he uh this happened in new york in uh november of 2015 he, uh, him and six other guys they went out hunting this guy was in his 80s now and there was a couple other older guys there too that were in their 80s uh and he was basically just you know not that far off this off this road where all these guys were uh, you know they were all sitting in certain spots while these other well those uh these other guys were went uh to a top of a hill where and they were going to try to chase the deer toward them uh they, they never saw there was no animals in this area there was not they didn't even see any birds but anyway when it was time to go home this guy was gone he totally disappeared and there was a gigantic search and they never they didn't find a trace of him and the only thing that uh happened uh that the only thing that seemed strange during the whole thing one of the other hunters uh, uh heard us a, a sound uh in the 
like a, a, a sound that he never heard before while he was hunting. It was it sounded like like almost like a trap going off, and then uh, and then later on when they went to leave, this guy, the one guy, Tom Messick, was gone, and not a trace of him. Not as he had weapons on him. That nothing was found. Nothing. Nothing at all. And uh, and. The searches went on for a long time there, and, and, and he just disappeared into thin air. Now, this case wasn't mentioned during this uh, documentary, uh, but, I mean, during the new documentary about the UFO connection, but I think that that could have been something like that, too. I mean, I mean, how could you just disappear into thin air like that? I mean, you're, you're around other people. You're in the woods. I mean, there, you think there would be some trace. Uh, there were no screams or hollers or anything else. I mean, it wasn't like he was really far away from anybody else. I mean, they would have heard him if he would have yelled. Uh, you know, he didn't fire any shots. I mean, I mean, he just and there was not a trace of him anywhere, uh, except for that once this strange noise that this uh, one of his buddies had heard. So, I mean, I wonder if if that could be one of these cases. But there's a lot of cases like this where people just go missing. And, you know, you have to wonder what happens if it, if it is involving aliens and they are whisked away. I mean, what are, are they, how are they used? I mean, are, are some of these people right now on another planet right now uh, you, being used for breeding purposes or something? Uh, or who knows? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a horrible thing to think about. But, I mean, if, if some of them could possibly still be alive somewhere, but they're not on this planet. Who knows? Uh, because there's no trace of them ever found and uh you know and if that case that the, the other case the carl higdon case from 1974 if that's if that really happened then then it's i guess it's very possible that uh you know uh, some of these people could have been actually taken someplace else but again this documentary it's it's another stellar documentary this year for on ufos on on this subject of course there's no you know, I, I, you know the the littlest this is only a tiny spoiler but i guess you know there's no answer right i mean there's no answer there's some spe a lot of speculation but there's really no answer so that's the only you, you know when you get to the end of it you you, you know there, there's you're you, all, all you're left with is is speculation because there are you know there's no trace of these people and uh uh, you know, I just found it fascinating. And actually, if you wanted to see what the other two two uh, films, you could actually watch them for free right now, I believe, on YouTube. Yes, uh, Missing Four One One, the movie, and then Missing Four One One, the Hunted. They're actually available right now on YouTube, and I would uh, I'll leave the links for them uh, so you could check those out because they're they're really interesting too. Um, and there's some other in, in the actually in the second one in the Hunted, there was uh, there was another case there involving a group of guys that go into this. Uh, uh, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, I believe they uh, they go to the they they used to go to this one spot a lot in, in the seventies, and they would hear these really strange sounds at night. Uh, uh, that's another. Uh, there, there was so many different interesting 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 cases, but uh, yeah, this all these these movies are are very interesting, and I highly recommend them, especially this the latest one. I think the I think this third one is is actually the best out of the bunch uh, as far as I'm concerned. But then again, I'm a little biased because this focuses more on UFOs. But uh, so if you're interested, I, I don't I believe it's it's going to be available for rent on December 27th. Right now, you have to buy it. I actually I bought it on on Amazon, so I own it now, the streaming version. Uh, so if you want to see it, you have to pay for it. But you know, again, if you get a chance, uh, and if you know, if you want to wait till the twenty seventh, or you know, if you're interested, I would highly, I highly recommend this. So, if you're interested in UFOs and 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 disappear and people who disappear, uh, I mean, I guess 
You know, what's interesting is the fact that, <clears throat> you know, people get abducted all the time and yet um, it's, we don't never, I don't really talk about, you know, people who just absolutely vanish off the face of the earth. I mean, sometimes these abductions are more than just abductions. They're, you know, permanent abductions. And it's a really scary, scary thought. I mean, if you're out in the woods and they're, you know, <laughs> and so one of these things shows up, uh, you're you could you're finished. I mean, you could be done. You have no chance. There was actually a, a, speaking of that movie. There was another case where these two hunters were uh, out in the out you know in the woods. They were camping out, hunting at night, and this gigantic triangular shaped UFO showed up. Uh, and uh, they believed that if the one guy, if 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 it hadn't been just the two, if if the, if if only one of them had been there. Uh, they believed that one of them might have been taken by this thing, but because there was uh, two people at the same time, one was in one was standing in one area and another guy was in another area, and if if it would have just been one, that would uh, it would have been a perfect op opportunity for this thing to steal that guy to kidnap one of them. But because there was two of them, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But uh, yeah, you got to check this movie out. It was it was fantastic. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about more about uh, people who go missing permanently uh, after UFO encounters. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, we're back. Um, I was watching uh, Richard Dolan, uh, his YouTube channel. Of course, Richard Dolan is the guy. Uh, he's a historian and, and writer. He he wrote. He has a, uh, several UFO books out there on the market. Two of them, which I think are you know two of the best books you could buy, uh, UFOs and the National Security State, Volumes One and Two. He's the author of those two books, and he has his own podcast and YouTube channel. And I was checking out, uh, he had a series of videos recently with this one guest, this one guy named Alan Levine, who used to be a member of the uh, APRO, which is the uh, Aerial Phenomena Research Organization. It's, it's now defunct, but he, was, he, he worked for that group back in the, in the 70s for a little while. And he, there was a lot of interesting things, things that this guy talked about. But in one of these videos, uh, in the, there was a series of videos, and one of them he was talking about this alien encounter that he had uh, back in 1979, in the spring or summer of 1979 in Tucson, Arizona. And, uh, you know, I was just talking about this uh, new documentary that just came out, um, Missing 411, um, <clears throat> the uh, UFO Connection. 
uh, you know, and, you know, from a uh, retired, uh, which was made by a retired police officer, David Politis. And uh, he, uh, you know, th- in this, this, in this case, Alan Levine, he talked about something that's very strange that happened where actually some people disappeared uh, in 1979. And yeah, I have to wonder if they, they were they were permanently uh, removed uh, from the planet because I mean I don't know I mean I don't think he knows, but anyway he was talking about this story where um, uh, in in 1979 he was living in Tucson Arizona and in the middle of the night he there was this he heard these cats making noises there was this old lady that, it was a trailer park that they lived in in Tucson and. Uh, he heard this one of his neighbors, this older lady, had a had some cats and they were fighting in, in the middle of the night and you know he was having trouble falling asleep and his wife was already sleeping, so he got up and he was going to try to make a noise and, and scared him away, and he looked out the window and he could see right on the on the street there was this egg shaped craft just sitting there, and not only that but there was this like robotic strange humanoid robot robot type being like standing outside, and he went to tr- go to tell his wife about this. And he couldn't wake her up, and he, he's trying to shake her to get her up, and he he wanted someone else to see this, so he you know so so he would have you know he could you know have have a witness. And she couldn't she wouldn't get up. She got to the ed- edge of the bed. She was just sitting there, and she wouldn't get up. And then uh, so he went he went back to looked out the window. The thing was still there. And now there were not only were, was this thing still standing there, but there were. Uh, uh, th- th- these other neighbors he had, he said he had these. Uh, there was this hippie couple, uh, this guy and this girl that lived in this other trailer nearby, right next to them, and uh, they're standing outside, you know, in their night night clothes, you know, in their pajamas or whatever, and, and it looked like they're in a trance, right? And he and he's, he can't believe what he's seeing. He's so trying to get his wife up, she's not getting up, right? So then he goes, he goes, he tries to open the door to go outside, and then something happens, and he next thing you know, he wakes up. It's the next day, and. Uh, he he didn't he, his you know he didn't tell his wife about this the next day he was afraid to tell anybody because he was afraid people would think he was crazy you know that he that, that he saw he, he didn't talk about it till like years later I guess and uh, and then not long after that I guess you know uh, within a week or so the uh, the landlord in this of uh, this uh, trailer park showed up and asked him hey did you see these that hippie couple that were living next door he hasn't seen them they owed a rent and everything and uh it looks like they skipped town and they you know so he wanted to go in 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 the uh, in the trailer and he wanted uh this guy alan levine to to join him so he had a witness when he went in to see what was you know if they were still there or what you know if they know what they took or but and they went in and all the stuff was still there including looked all, all their personal items all their toiletries and things like that it was like they just disappeared now he never he doesn't know whatever happened to them right after this but they did they disappear did the aliens take them or 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 you know did they just you know leave all their belongings and leave they didn't have a car uh so it's a very interesting story and i'll, I'll leave the link for this uh the, you have to then that's just one of the stories just alan levine tells uh, on this richard dolan show so you, you got to check this this out. It's 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 uh, very fascinating. But again, it, it, yeah, because I just had watched. I was watching that video not right after I watched this new documentary, uh, Missing Four One One: The UFO Connection, and it just reminded me. It sounds like they, these people might have been uh, removed, uh, abducted permanently, rather. Uh, by aliens so i guess you know in addition to you know worrying about being abducted by aliens you could be actually abducted permanently 
And yeah, I have to wonder, I mean, did, did that hippie couple that Alan Levine sees standing outside in a, in a trance, did they, were they taken away forever? And actually, he also talks about, he actually, uh, uh, as time went on, he started having flashbacks of this incident and he, and he started remembering other aspects of it. And there was, he was, he actually remembered seeing a gray alien then and, and, and he was, you know, being taken off the ship and it was just you have to see again check out richard dolan's uh uh video on this i'll leave the link for it it's, it's an unbelievable story uh this guy is this alan levine is extremely interesting and uh had has a lot i mean there's other things that he was talking about too the amazing stuff but i'm, I'm not going to get into all of it here i mean this this guy he you could listen to this guy all day long uh, but anyway, yeah, Richard Dolan has some has some good stuff on his channel, so I highly recommend checking it out. But you know, you know, it reminds this thinking about this. I think about like you know these things. Like I, I talked about just recently, I, I, I talk about the different experiences that I had. You know, of course, in 1994 on a fishing trip, a nighttime fishing trip, when me and my buddy, uh, you know, we were fishing at this at this private at this pond in this private community. It was a uh, in the middle of nowhere basically and uh you know this ufo shows up in the middle of the night like 10 o'clock at night and you know this thing as big as a house no sound all of a sudden it's just floating there you know and i, I wonder if you know you know I, i'm maybe it's I, we're, we're lucky the thing didn't take one of us away you know and like i i was sitting like uh it was it came from behind like I, I had turned around i had my tackle box beside me and i at one point uh well i'll get i'll just go through the whole story here a little bit um you know this incident in 1990 it was august of 1994 my buddy scott called me up he said hey i got permission i could you want to go fishing with with me at this uh uh this place up in near hazel is in pennsylvania uh, it was a place near uh, hazelton pennsylvania uh, it's called Beach Mountain Lakes. It's a gated community, uh, and you know, and, and there's a lake there. And he, but he didn't want to fish at the lake. He wanted to fish at this pond. He had gotten permission through some people that knew his mom somehow, and and so I said, yeah, why not? So we, we're gonna go go night fishing. So we went night fishing at this thing. He picked me up in his pickup truck, and we and uh, we drove there, and you know, we weren't catching anything. It was just a uh, boring night i probably would to probably would have totally forgot about it if it wasn't for the ufo that showed up but at around 10 o'clock at night this this all of a sudden i turn around to get something i get this get a cigarette out of my tackle box and that's when i saw these lights like, hovering behind a tree there was three giant lights lined up horizontally behind this tree behind these trees and then it came out from behind the trees into this little clearing and then started moving toward us and i said to my buddy scott say like, what the hell is that you know and then of course the the thing came right up to to where we were i mean this thing was as big as a house he's had these three big lights on it my buddy scott's like right under the edge of it he's shining a flashlight up at him i was scared i thought the thing was gonna land i was really scared and because like behind us was like the there was like an open field with this tall grass and then on the perimeter was the where it was the forest and it, and it was like hovering over this grassy area and I, I thought it was about to land and I was like let's get the hell out of here and as we we're throwing the stuff in the truck that you know the things start moving away in a different direction over the trees and he I was actually talking to him recently about this and he was saying like how you know I was just again I, <laughs> I bring it up just about every time I talk to him and he was saying about how the you know there was it, it sounded like it seemed like everything got really quiet when this thing showed up according to him he like in his memory of this is like it was like there was nothing no crickets no sound no anything it was like complete silence during this whole thing and when it was moving back over the trees like the trees were like bending down like like some force was uh 
pushing the treetops down. So they went, I mean, because it was flying unbelievably close to them. But anyway, we were in the truck and we're driving away and then uh, we're driving down this dirt road and we had to stop for a minute because it was like 20 deer that were crossing the road, running across the road, like fleeing away from the direction where that thing just flew. And then we got out of there and everything and, you know, we were both in shock and, uh, you know, it was just an unbelievable uh, sighting. I mean, so close. I mean, I could have threw something. I mean, if I would have picked up a rock, I would have hit it. You know, that's how close it was. It was like, it was only two and a half stories off the ground. And, uh, it, it, you know, it, it just, and it was right in front of me. I was only like, you know, maybe 20 feet away standing looking at this thing. It was unbelievable. But uh, now after watching this 411, uh, the ufo connect four one four uh missing 411 the ufo connection and uh and listen you know some of the stuff they were talking about in there and I, i'm wondering you know you know if i didn't turn around is it possible like because this thing if i didn't turn around and see these lights coming i wouldn't even known this thing was coming i mean i you couldn't hear it i mean there was no sound i mean the lights were and the lights were above us i'm not sure if we wouldn't even saw the lights i don't know you know, is it possible that this thing would have kidnapped one of us, abducted us permanently, possibly? I don't know. Is that how it happens? I mean, when you're in the middle of the woods, right? You just, you know, you get plucked out of the sky. You just get plucked out of reality and and and, and whisked off for whisked off forever. It's possible. I don't know. Maybe turning around to get that cigarette. You know, maybe that saved my ass. I don't know. And then I think about the other incident that happened when I was in Hawaii and in. in uh, 2007 i was living on the big island in hawaii when my dog disappeared that's another thing i talk about the third incident of uh, uh, the third encounter you know where you know, i believe it was an alien encounter i have no other explanation for it where uh, i you know i went out to cut the grass with a weed whacker because you know you, you didn't you couldn't use a lawnmower where i lived i mean basically where i lived that i lived in a tropical rainforest and and all the houses there were they were built on stilts and I lived basically in the middle of nowhere. There was nobody else that lived around me nearby. It was like, you know, everyone was, you know, pretty far away. And, you you know, so, uh, you know, I'm out. It was a nice Saturday, late morning, early afternoon on a Saturday. And I went out to cut the grass. What you had to use, had to use a weed whacker. And, uh, and, and uh, because it was like the house was built on like lava rock. And there would, you know, be weeds growing out of the, the rocks and everything. And, of course, I, uh, I took. I talked about this before i had this dog i only had it for about a month uh, her name was goldie uh, my one friend there gave me this dog and she was really wild and uh, i didn't want to leave her in the house while i was doing this because i was afraid she would be tearing things up while i was in there so i brought her outside and i didn't want her to run away because i was going to be weed whacking so i i had this long chain this long heavy chain and i i i, I you know i clicked it on her collar the one end and i got the other end and i wrapped it around one of the posts that held the house up and i clicked it in like in a loop and i clicked it in there and i'm cutting the grass under the under, i was un, actually under under the house right underneath the house hit, hitting a couple of weeds under there and i'm and she's all wild trying to pull on the chain because she didn't like the sound of the weed whacker and i was like don't worry about it. i was like joking around her don't worry about it and stuff like that and i look at her she's there and then you know I, I hit a couple of weeds and then like like five seconds later i turn around she's just completely gone her and that chain are completely gone i figured she was scared of the sound of the weed whacker and just took off so I stopped what I was doing. I looked all over for her. I couldn't find her. And uh, 
you know, to make a long story short, because I've talked about this a number of times already, she it was two and a half hours later. I couldn't find her. I went to the, the, the I got scared. I thought maybe, she, you know, somebody, she ran all the way out to the highway, you know, somehow, and maybe somebody dropped her off at a kennel. I looked, I went there, no, she wasn't there. And I came back. I kept on looking for her for like 45 minutes, couldn't find her. And all, all around the perimeter of the house was all this low to the ground jungle, right? It only came up to your knee or your calf, but it was really dense, and you really couldn't you couldn't move through it. It was too too thick, and and uh, but I looked in these areas over and over again. I couldn't find her, so I gave up and I sat down on the steps. And all of a sudden, she just ra- rises up behind you know from the from the bushes right in front of me that I had placed a place that I had looked just a number of times, and uh, you know, and she comes walking out, and the chain was still attached to her. I, I, I you know. At the at that moment, I still thought, well, she must have just been scared. I just didn't see her or something. But then I noticed that the other end of the chain was still stuck in that loop. And I couldn't understand how that's not possible. How could the loop go through a solid matter? And I went, you know, looking at the post where I tied her to to see maybe there's a space along there somewhere. But there was no space. The, the post went into the ground. There was just no way. And I looked at other possible areas where I might have tied her up to it. But no. There was it was impossible. What happened was impossible, and I, I couldn't figure it out. And then as years went by, I, I started thinking. Well, you know, I saw something on the Skinwalker Ranch on on how you know there was UFOs, of course, seen at Skinwalker Ranch, and of course, poltergeist activity also, where things would go missing, you know, mysteriously, and then show up later on. And I start then I I was thinking, well, maybe that's what it was. It might have been possibly aliens took her for some reason. But it was, and that's what I think, it, you know, that's my, I, I, I pretty much lean to that now. I think that that's what happened. I think something something there was there that I didn't see that was invisible to me and stole her for two and a half hours and then returned her for whatever reason, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, that's how it could, that's how quick it happened. That dog disappeared out of thin air. I mean, it was so quick. I, it was so mysterious. And, and, and this, the re, but it was returned, unlike these uh, cases with these poor people that completely disappear that was featured in this uh uh documentary that i just watched this excellent documentary uh and and there's a lot of cases like this where people just vanish in mysterious very mysterious circumstances and there's no explanation for it. now um i'm sure sometimes some of these things are probably they probably do have like a uh more of a prosaic explanation where maybe a, a, an animal kills somebody kills them and then drags them off uh, but I think some of these cases, I think sometimes they are, people are taken away forever by uh, aliens. I think it's very possible. I mean, I can see how it could be done. They have the power to do it. My experience in Hawaii showed me with that, how, how easily they could do it. I mean, in broad daylight, a nice, beautiful, sunny day in Hawaii, uh, nobody else is there. Nobody, no other houses are near around me. Uh, and, and somehow my dog just vanishes and then is returned like two and a half hours later like that, uh, basically right in front of your face. And it's, it's stunning when something like that happens, like when, when you have a disappearance of, of course it's, of, luckily it wasn't, you know, later on my, uh, uh, my son joined me over in Hawaii. Luckily he was never taken or something like that. I mean, that would be, I couldn't even imagine. Like I know there's a lot of cases where, and he was only a little kid at the time, um, now that would have been that, I mean I couldn't even imagine. I mean that's that be then and sometimes people's kids are taken away and disappear out of clear blue sky. In fact, there's a case that was mentioned in uh in in in, in the, I think the uh the missing missing 411 the movie the first one and also in the missing 411 the UFO connection where there was this little kid who basically disappeared. 
uh, you know, toddler basically uh, just disappeared. He's there, and you know, ten seconds later, the kids disappeared, and no, no trace of him whatsoever. I mean, and this happens a lot. Of course, uh, this FBI agent that was talking during this uh, movie, this John uh, D'Souza, this retired FBI agent, was indicating that you know in his experience that you know there's just very mysterious cases and he actually believes that there is some uh, uh some uh beings out there that somehow come into our reality and and take people away because there's no that's it seems like that's the evidence that's all the evidence that the evidence actually shows that so uh it's scary and you got to be careful and i don't i don't know how do you stop i mean it hap it's going to continue happening people dis continue to disappear and, and especially it seems in national parks it happens a lot in national parks uh so when you're out in a national park you got to you know it, it, it's a scary thing i i you know you know could be you know you know anybody it could be an adult could be a kid you know and next thing you know they're gone forever and if you turn your head i mean who knows I mean, you, you just don't know. And I, I think that's something we got to be aware of. And that's actually, you got to be, you know, you got to be cautious of, and you got to keep, you, I don't know, I don't know how you would prevent it. I mean, it's not going to stop, you know, this, this kind of stuff shouldn't stop people from enjoying nature and going to national parks. But at the same time, you know, you got to have, you got to make sure, keep your eye on everybody as, you know, at, at every minute, I guess, you know, especially kids, you know, because you, you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't want to have to deal with something like that. That would be horrifying. I mean, and I feel terrible for parents that lose their lose their kids like this. I mean, it's 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 just horrifying. I can't even imagine.